What the dog doing? This month, Andy and I are taking on some old and new horror films and discussing our thoughts on these terrifying tales and movies of the macabre. Today, we're delving into the world of Pet Cemetery Bloodlines 2023, a horror film that serves as a prequel to the terrifying legacy of Stephen King's classic tale. Does this movie honor the dark and ominous atmosphere of King's universe, or should it be buried for the good of humanity? Find out in this episode of Flick Flops. Yay! We're going to the cemetery. Yay. Gares that say sometimes dead is better. Dead That's pretty original. Sorry. Uh, let's do, let's jump into the numbers right quick, Garth. Right quick now. That's how my dang old numbers are, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, again, our aggregator that we like to jump on and stare at. Uh, has this thing sitting at 20 with the critics <laughs> and 56 with the audience? Um, I just want to make sure I didn't mishear you. Was that 20? 20. 2 zero. The, the better years of our life, Gary. 20. The 20s. Good old 20s. Uh, so um, uh, I'm, I'm assuming that's that's rotten. That's <laughs> If I know my rotten tomatoes. That's quite rotten. Uh, budget and box office, I have nothing because there's nothing to find out there. I scoured. I did not know. I'm sure this, if you look deep enough into the interwebs, you can find it. I'm not willing to spend that much time to try to find something that most people don't give to poops about okay <laughs> i was trying to I, I was trying to filter myself as i was about to say something <laughs> uh writer written by Lindsay anderson beer and a guy named jeff bueller bueller bueller, bueller. has anybody seen <laughs> i've waited all day to do that but wait all day to do that <laughs> shout uh, out to Kevin on that one <laughs> Kevin A's, that, that was just for you, buddy. If, if only you're watching one guy knows that. <laughs> specific episode. That's it. Uh, directed also by Lindsay Anderson Beer. I do not have any information on here. I was actually just trying to find something before we came on today. Uh, again, I, I, I know there's something out there, but the few websites that Gary and I frequent to get our information, there just wasn't anything there listed for her. So um, she writer, director, this I think was her directorial debut uh, there we have it uh so th- that's it for numbers i don't have a ton to offer anybody on this uh it, it was streaming which is why there's no production budget numbers there's no box office numbers because it was only released on paramount plus so if you do not have that then i don't know how you can watch it at this point i'm sure at some point in time netflix uh will get it or or not somebody i, I mean i don't know Maybe you'll find out soon if you should seek it out. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe this show's pointless and you shouldn't be listening to us anyway, but we're going to continue on. Gonna carry- I, yeah. I just insulted that's us. I, that's not what I meant. Wait, check on the hookers. Andy's a dick. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so that's all I got. You want to do... Um, Talk about ratings. Please? Talk about ratings, ratings, man. (laughs) All right, I'll start once again. I think last time I mentioned that, uh, as Andy usually says, our rating system is backwards. We are never like uh, five stars. Because why not? Means garbage. We go backwards. We did. We 
we took TPs and and poos as our running. Uh, we live in the upside down, as our Stranger Things friends would say. Yeah. However, with the themed holiday or Halloween uh, themed shows, we are picking something specific to whatever movie that we're talking about. In this case, we're just going to say um, Kings. 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 Got it. Nice so little, little nod to the Pet Cemetery. Pull into the reason there is a Pet Cemetery. With that, I will. Um, I have not, I uh, do not have the bullet points like before, but I will tell you that I gave this film. Four kings. Whoa. Four kings. Andy, what do you got to say? So based on that, you loved it. No, shit. Damn it. That's right. Opposite system. Who? Backwards. So, Gary, I, I'm close to you. I gave it three. Okay. Three kings. Uh, we, three kings. <laughs> we, we can get into it if you yeah. want. I'll go ahead and start. So I gave it three for the reason that I... Uh, I'm a King fan to a degree, uh, especially Pet Cemetery. And they will say, um, "Well, hold on, let me let me do my my quote from an, uh, a critic because this will lead into what I'm saying." Okay. Uh, my my critic, who one one of the very many rotten ones, Rob Hunter from from a uh, site called Film School Rejects, his quote is: "Review is not every tale suggests a need for more backstory." And Pet Cemetery needs absolutely none. I will disagree in the fact that I like the idea of a backstory for the Pet Cemetery. And I know there's been a handful of sequels to this movie. So for me, I enjoyed it. And I enjoyed the fact that there was a backstory. So I, that's why I give it three. I didn't think it was a bad movie. I think there were some things they could have done better. But again, I'm not a, I'm not a director. I'm not a writer. So I can't say to you, you should have done this. I enjoyed the movie. I thought the cast was really good. As far as like, I, I'll, I'll preface that I didn't love the young uh, Judd Crandall, the young the yeah. guy who the young kid. I, I, I something about him I just didn't. I don't know. It didn't feel right for me. Yeah. But Henry Thomas. I mean, come on. Like, let me pull a picture up here, people. Like, you got to understand where I'm coming from in my world. This is <laughs> this kid so, is ET. So clearly not a fan, <laughs> not not clear. Should maybe me word this properly. Clearly not a watcher of many Netflix horror franchise. <laughs> Correct. Are right. you no. okay? Because he's lately been doing a stint of horror type films. Well, so I was going to touch on that because the the few things I've seen him in recently, he always plays weird characters. Yes. Okay. Am I correct on that? Yes. Yes. Because I've seen him recently in something else, and I kept looking. I'm like, wait a minute, that's the kid from ET, and I'm like, well, he's playing some kind of weirdo. Well, interesting enough, I just finished the Fall of the House of Usher, which is the new Netflix horror series that came out, and oh. he's in it. Um, uh, and he plays save your review for it because I want to talk to you off. Okay. Camera on yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I'm getting more more accustomed to seeing him in horror stuff, which is, and he's. He's a fantastic character actor because he, whatever role he gets into, it's like, he's just, he's there. He, he's there. He's, and he's okay. definitely been playing some weird ones, but, um, well, I thought his character playing was, out of his age and stuff too, which is kind of odd. So, that, so uh, yeah, that's a good call. Cause I didn't buy him as being, well, maybe he was, I, I guess I shouldn't say that. 
I'll, I'll, I'll retract that. But um, I just thought his his he was very his character was very strange in this movie. Yes, I thought David Duchovny was fantastic in this movie. Yeah, and I, I read a review, another one that I won't. I'm paraphrasing, but somebody review was what a what a colossal waste of Duchovny's talent. Yeah, yeah. He he, because he was really good in this movie. But uh, uh, the, the one other thing, I'll my other little uh, thing that bothers me, and this has been an ongoing theme, and I'll show you because I have a picture, Gary. Kids and animal masks. <laughs> I'm freaked out a little by that. Not there a lot bothers enough, me. Wasn't enough about it. Enough of it in this. <laughs> there wasn't. But when you see, when I see this, I'm just. It seems. Look, I'm an adult. I've read a lot of Stephen <laughs> King movies. This seems creepy to me, and I can't get past that. So we now uh, know how to freak Andy out on Halloween people. Yeah, and and not in like I'm not like I don't ever want to see it again. But when <laughs> I see it, I instantly like the I get a little like the goose flesh. I'm like, ooh, this isn't. It's like me being up in heights. I get a little uh, nervous. Uh, <laughs> uh, change the scene. Let's move on. Okay, I got it. The creepy kids. Let's see somebody getting their heads cut off. Uh, so, but but it, I'll I'll get short. I enjoyed the prequel. I like the idea of understanding a little more about the pet cemetery where we got to. The story doesn't move super great. There's some stuff that moves too fast. Uh, I can nitpick two things that just bothered the shit out of me when I saw it. Um. The young kid, Judd Crandall, when he comes back, uh, he's mad because he just found out that his dad, his famous forefathers of, of Ludlow, Maine, mm-hmm. and he squeals and locks up his car's tires right in front of the house on a major road Yep. when there is a driveway, Yep. and he just leaves the car sit there. I'm like, hey, that. Du- yeah. <laughs> hey, dummy. <laughs> yeah, I mentioned that to my daughter. I was like, what is and he I'm doing? Like, yeah, I'm like, you have a driveway. <laughs> Dumbass. On a highway, never the. I mean, they do play into. I, there's a couple things I do want to say about this movie, but on that note, real quick, I'll just say they hammer home the whole semi thing from yes. the original Pet Cemetery. And, and there's, there's a hint of it. Yeah, they play that a few times in in that in that thing. And so when you see him parking on the street, you're like, "When's when's his car going to get?" That's hit? your opportunity. <laughs> Because it kept feeling like surely that's going to happen. Well, yeah, the one scene where he's out running around with the shotgun, I was like, oh, here's where this is going to. I was like, well, they can't kill him. He he has to be in the original movie, right? But um, again, there's you could nitpick this thing easy because there's a lot of low hanging fruit. I'm not here to do that. I think this is a decent film. I I haven't seen all the Pet Cemetery uh, sequels. I probably won't unless Gary makes me watch them. (laughs) <laughs> but I like King. I like the Pet Cemetery. This is one of my favorite King books. Uh, it was actually the second one I read, thanks to Gary. Uh, and I thought this movie was good. And I did want and need the uh, prequel. And I do believe there's a there's another movie in the works for this. By the way, there's a there's a, a sequel. Okay. So. so I will say, first of all, to, to start with your point about the acting, I I don't really have a problem with the majority of the acting in this. However, there was one character, and I'm trying to remember what his role was um pam greer calls him up on the phone when oh yeah i know who you're talking about and the acting from that dude was <laughs> the worst you really think bill buried timmy this is how it starts just stirring up shit yeah you're right that's how it starts stir shit up knowing your secrets your darkest thoughts 
playing with its food, then people start dying. Then people start fucking dying. Jesus, it's back. I was like, I I completely forgot about. It. I didn't yeah, talk about that. Yeah, aside from that guy, the acting in it, I thought was was pretty good. Um, yes. Pam Grier was a nice surprise. And yeah, and 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 uh, standing on the merits of just that, you could say, well acted film. But my problem with the movie is the for one that I got a bug flare. <laughs> you just you just reminded me of something else I want to talk about. Okay. So. The problem with the movie for me was um, it just seemed like um like a bunch of ideas thrown in and not executed well. I'll agree with that. Um, the one I'll, I watched, I'll allow it. I, thank you. I watched this with my youngest daughter, um, and uh, she turned to me. I mean, it's a pretty short movie too. It's not a very long one. Um, she turned to me maybe a third of the way into the movie and was like, this is a lot of information. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's perfect because that's exactly how I feel. It felt like the pacing of the beginning of the movie, the whole first third of it was like, we got to get to all these things and have all these things happen. And they yeah. just felt disjointed. It never felt like it ever came together as a secure, like a, like a, like a, full story it felt like it was just just a bunch of things thrown in the mix check the box check the box i got it and uh and that to me ruined it it took me out of it because i was like like i don't know what is important i don't and then when it would get to the parts that you really feel like they could spend a lot of time on it was like they would speed up the parts that should be slow and then the parts that should be faster were really dragging and that's that that's essentially what I thought. That's where I wanted you to remind me of. So getting back to the. So when when uh, Mr. Crandall calls Pam Greer and she calls so and so and they all. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What I didn't like about that scene and you were getting there because they were kind of rushing it. To me, that played like it's it. The movie. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. like it's back again. It's coming back. Yeah. Okay. That was never part of Pet Cemetery. The cemetery's always been there. Mm-hmm. So what do you? What's the big panic? Like, oh my God, we got to we got to take care of this now. Right now, what they're alluding to, and I don't want to spoil here, is the one the one thing that's that is coming back. That I understand, but you make it sound like in the movie the, the way that scene plays is like we got to go kill the clown again. He's he's back. He's he's it's coming up out entity. of the sewers again. It's an like, entity or something. Yeah. No, that's not at all what's happening. The pet cemetery exists. It will always exist. Yeah. And that's you can't destroy it. Yeah. It's not like it's Pennywise. It, it, so to me, I, I didn't like that. That was very confusing. It didn't make it made zero sense. And the whole nervous panic phone calls and we got to d- confront it right now. Confront what? Confront yeah. the cemeteries? What you got to confront? And you can't do anything about it. I'm I'm hoping to drop a clip of that guy I'm talking about in here. So hopefully, yeah, I, I'm hopefully glad you said that. that because <laughs> completely forgettable acting acting on that. And I when you said that, I was like, oh my god, I forgot I wanted to mention that. But so yeah, there we go. Sorry, that's all right. I, no, that's, I yield the rest of my time to the man from Ohio. That's pretty much all I had to say. I just wanted to make sure I got those points out and give Chloe credit because Chloe did turn to me and say, "This is a lot of information." I was like, "You ain't kidding." <laughs> I wish. I know. I wish I had someone to watch the movies with, so like we could we could do a little bounce back and forth. Yeah. But uh, so as long as we're doing movie, horror films, Teresa's not involved. Yeah, I'll tell you this. I so I turned her at the end of the movie, and I was like, "Well, what'd you think of that?" She went. 
<laughs> and I was like, I'm, I was like, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. Well, so I again, there's I, some potential. There's definitely was some potential, and they definitely had some good acting. Um, it just felt like the the story was. A, Look, I, I'd much rather see these films than more Children of the Corn. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, the, the, I mean, the problem is with Hollywood is they just want to keep hammering on one successful movie, then they, they they make a franchise out of it, and there didn't need to be. You know, King is a good enough writer, and he's got plenty of material out there. But I thought if you're gonna, you know, make another Pet Cemetery, this is a decent way to do it. You you are going back fifty years from the the last movie, which again the same producer that um, the Bonaventure made the one the made one in two thousand nineteen. Yeah. Okay. This this is fifty years before this one, so it's in, set in fifty nine. Is that right? Fifty is that work out fifty somewhere years? around there? Yeah. No, sixty nine. Sorry, Vietnam. There was. Oh Vietnam yeah, yeah, that's right. 16, that's geez. true. Yeah. Uh, well, I went to Amelia. They, well, they bounce around with time periods in it a little bit too. For those Which, that want to know, mathematics was not my. No, not we tell me. Uh, one one other point about the kind of disjointedness of it that I that I forgot that I wanted to write as a note, but it just just reminded me. Um, there are different voices in in the film too. Um, you know, how you usually will get like the perspective of one character through a film, and you'll kind of follow that character through it, or you might have like a voiceover, and the voiceover is one character. This broke that a few times and you've got the movie from one guy's point of view. Then later there's a narrative of like history, which yeah. is read from another per character's point of view. And then there was a diary that Judd yeah. finds and that, that written read then from his father's point of view or whatever. Man, I got this. I don't know if you his grandfather's point of view. No, I can't. looks like Grandma. you're just, you're freaking out on mushrooms or something. <laughs> yeah, what do you at a fish concert? Have. I shouldn't have uh, taken this, but anyway, that to me was a little bit that that broke that broke it a little bit for me too. Um, yeah. When you do it that many times, um, not to say you can't do the voiceover and all that stuff. Clearly, you can do that, but, but, but um, breaking, breaking the voice of the character from for so many different parts to me made it feel more disjointed. So, yeah. and one last note that I was just just now thought of is I, it was hard for me to see. Because we know who played Judd Crandall yeah. in the original Pet Cemetery. Now, in the last one that they did, 2019, I think it was John Lithgow who played it. So, <laughs> but I keep seeing Herman Munster. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fred Gwynn. Fred Gwynn. Jeez, I drew an absolute blank. Sorry, Fred Gwynn. Rest in rest, rest in uh, wherever you're at. But anyway, I keep seeing Fred Gwynn, and I see this kid, and and I don't. Not saying stylistically like he was, doesn't look like him. I just don't see this character as the character I know from Pet Cemetery. It's Arigato. So distracting. Arigato to you, Gary. Dude, it's so distracting. You get this little anyway. So creepy anyway, that's it. Um, creepy masks are in this movie for a minute. It bothers me. Uh, real quick on the Fred Gwynn note. Um, <laughs> I will note that I watched another YouTuber's uh, story. I will look that up and put it in the notes. Um, I watched a YouTuber uh, that did a story about Fred Gwynn, and he's got a fascinating backstory. Um, oh, should we do a, a Patreon episode about Fred Gwynn? <laughs> I like the arched eyebrow. Yeah. Um, it, shout out to this guy that did it. It was a great video. I will um, put it somewhere in the comments um, so that you can uh, 
go over and give that guy some love too, because it's a really well done video. I think it might be like a year old or something, but still, um, fascinating story. Um, and you really okay. feel for that guy, by the way, uh, with the stuff that he went through in his life, but, uh, underappreciated Fred Quinn for, for our generation. And I'm a fan of his. I'll give him all props. I do. I'm a fan. I grew up uh, watching uh, the Munsters and then in film when I'd see him play roles. I mean, my cousin Vinny, the two yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. The two Utes. Yeah. What's a Ute? Uh, <laughs> a, a great actor. Yeah. And I loved him in Pet Cemetery. I mean, I absolutely loved his character. So turns out quite the artist as well. Oh, yeah. Interesting I mean, enough. I mean, he draws good pictures. Yeah. Yeah, he's artistic. <laughs> I'm so bad when I just dive into something. Uh, um, end it, Gary, so I can go off on a all right, not politically uh, correct rant. There you go. Like, comment, and subscribe, everybody. Let us know if you saw Pet Cemetery Bloodlines and what you thought of the movie. Um, tell us how right we are about this one. Yeah, come on, Event Horizon. <laughs> come on on this with oh, Jeff. Oh, call it out again. What? Ooh, yeah, that's gonna I'm, burn. Actually, we'll probably agree on this one, Jeff. So I'll talk to you later. I don't, I don't even know if he'll. I don't even know if he'll watch this one. To be honest, so. well, if you're watching, Jeff, you'll probably agree with this one, and we'll talk later. <laughs> All right, thanks for watching, guys. We will catch you next time with the uh, Flick Flop Tober. I don't have that. <laughs>